Filthy Martini Studios in Ontario, California, it's The Fairboy Show! I'm Josh with The Foo. Thank you all very much for listening to The Foo Bar Show. Thank you for downloading the pod on your favorite podcast app. Subscribing and telling a friend like a champ. You can always reach us at Foo Bar Show. That's FTheBelowBarShow.com. And FTheBelowBarShow is your handle on Facebook, Tumblr, Twitter, and Instagram. Check us out. Drop us a line and we'll fill it up like a couple of foos. Ain't that right, foos? See, foo? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What's happening, guys? Uh, you know, same old shit, dude. Yeah, happy same to do old, this. Uh, happy to do this today because we have a special guest on. We have Mr. Topher Essex of Locals Only A&E <clears throat> channel. Say hi hey. there, man. How you doing? Hey, good, man. I am really, really, really glad to be here, man. Yeah, thanks welcome for coming aboard. on. Thanks for taking the time. I, I understand welcome, that welcome. Sundays are, are one of your busier days. Yeah, we you do yeah. a lot of your editing, which we'll get into. Uh, you, we, Me and you met because you came to a previous Fallen Electric show in Glendora. Yes, yeah. Um, you were put on my radar when you did uh, some video for our musical colleagues, Top Shelf Shake. Oh, okay. And so I saw that one. I was like, oh, cool. This guy's going around and like documenting all the local talent. Come to find out, that's exactly what more or less you're doing. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, um, locals only. Any channel was uh, idea, just a way to uh, give back to the artist community and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I've I've been an artist since 1990, and uh, so uh, it gives me an opportunity to uh, give back and to expose all the awesome artists that are in this area. Really, yeah, uh, I. I know that lately you've done some pretty good notables, uh, including, you know, like I said, Top Shelf Shake, uh, The Fallen Electric was uh, on last week. By the way, you, your video was pr- looked pretty cool, man. Yeah, yeah, thanks thank for you, doing man. it. Thank you. Thank <laughs> that you was, very a, that much, was a pleasant surprise when you hit us up. Yeah. And he's just like, hey, I want to I go record you guys. Is that cool? So, of course, more than cool. You know? <laughs> I, wish, I wish more people were like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's uh, basically I just send out messages and... Uh-huh. Um, no one's ever told me no, so you know. Yeah, yeah. So it's cool. Yeah, yeah. No, we we loved it. We loved having you there. Uh, you had a cool camera on you, and then you you asked us a few questions. But ultimately, when it all came out, you paired us up with a couple of other bands in that video, um, which uh, which is pretty cool. You know, you give them a little bit of, of a lineup. So, what's your process through like the editing and that kind of thing? Yeah, the channel is based around a weekly rap show, mm-hmm. and um, it was on Mondays. And from now on, it's going to be Tuesday at 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's based around that. And it's basically a half hour of uh, me talking about the weekend and showing lots of music and the stuff that I experienced during that time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And uh, usually I cover between three to six bands yeah. uh, during the show. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and that's that's kind of what the whole channel is based around is off of that show. So, And it's mainly here in Southern California, or do you tend to venture out from and, time to time? No, this is actually an effort to, to expose and document the actual local music scene in the Inland Empire. Oh, okay. Um, I have gone to Long Beach one time, and I'm going there again here in about a week. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've got some stuff going on in... Uh, Temecula has a great scene, and I'm working with somebody right now, and we're trying to get that opened up so that we have a correspondent there too. So, mm-hmm. and so there'll be some news coming out about that later on. Oh, nice! Yeah. So yeah. you've been doing this kind of thing for a very, very long time. It didn't just start, which, by the way, congratulations! I understand you're doing really well in viewership. 
since you just started a couple of months ago, right? In June? Yeah, yeah, June. Uh, it was, you know, sometime around the first week of June is, is when it all started. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've just had incredible response. It's, uh, it really, truly humbles me, really. Um, last week's show had almost 3,000 viewers. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's a big number. It's uh, Yeah, for just know. starting a couple of months ago. It's exactly. not bad at all. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but like I was saying, you uh, have been into arts and entertainment yeah. as your own kind of main vocation so yeah. for a very, very long time. Yeah, but, since 1990, approximately, mm-hmm. uh, I've been a professional full-time working artist, Yeah, a painter mainly. Mm-hmm. And uh, a couple years ago, I decided that uh, I was going to retire and I needed to make some changes. And uh, so mm-hmm. I shut everything down, sold sold almost all my stuff, bought a van. I put solar panels on it and a bed in it and a, and a kitchen. And <laughs> I hit the road, man. <laughs> Crazy. And uh, me and my chihuahua traveled all over the place, man. <laughs> and uh, I was basically looking for a new scene, a new group of people mm-hmm. to be inspired by. And um, I was actually in Arizona, and my dad called me, and he was going to have surgery, and he lives right here in Chino. Uh Uh, I grew up here. Ironically, I came home to take care of him, and uh, I was going to be here, and things just started. Yeah. And uh, it doesn't look like I'm leaving anytime (laughs) soon. You seem to be pretty ingrained. (laughs) Yeah, 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 exactly. So. Yeah, cool, man. Well, uh, what's your favorite kind of, just personally at this point, like what's your favorite kind of genre? What have you been listening to? What was, what did you kind of, what was your upbringing? <laughs> what kind of music do you well, like? Well, um, you know, I actually have a pretty eclectic taste in music. I was just going to say, it seems like you would. Yeah. Um, I like bands like the uh, County Crows, mm-hmm. um, some, some, older punk rock stuff yeah social distortion okay. uh, you know stuff like that you know and uh and then what i really enjoy is original work mm-hmm. um i like the idea of somebody sitting down with an acoustic guitar and writing a song uh that to me is incredible the the, mm-hmm. the process or whatever yeah and uh so i do like that type of music as well so okay nice yeah. man well, thanks for being on the show. Tell everybody where they can find you. Uh, you can find me at, on Facebook at Locals Only A&E Channel. And uh, I'm all over Facebook. It's funny because I started the YouTube part of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, boy, getting the audience to cross over is tough. Man. It is. It, it is. is really tough. So uh, if if you know me on Facebook, get over to my YouTube thing, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically the same stuff, but... It's actually a better format for videos, I think. Yes. So, uh, because it's, there's a lot less compression that that, mm-hmm. that you get a better quality so, video yeah, out of it. Exactly. Yeah, Facebook so. cr- uh, automatically assumes you don't have the best right. internet <laughs> Right. Right. Yeah. And I spend a lot of time getting getting my stuff cut, you know, mm-hmm. so that it's you know in high def and you know really good audio and stuff like that. You know, I've really really been working on that a lot. So. Well, man, you, uh, you you impress me, man. Yeah, the the project that you're putting together. So, and before we move on to the next segment, I actually didn't touch on one very important thing. Once you're done, you're documenting this. This is going to be a documentary, is y- it not? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm. There's really not. There's a working title. It's mm-hmm. something like "Love in the IE" or "Home in the IE," something like that. Yeah. And it's basically a documentary where I'm going to sit down and interview. A number of bands and it starts out with just a real brief storyline about me 
you know, on the journey trying to find somewhere to go mm-hmm. and then finding this place. And then the rest of the, you know, after the first 10 minutes of that crap, then the rest of it's like a music video, man. It's a rock and roll story, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. It, I, you know, I would have preferred that over, uh, you know, Into the Wild where he just dies. Yeah, that kind of. <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. Like, really? Yeah. All this build up? And he eats some ba- bad berries and he's good. <laughs> and he's dead. Right. And there he yeah. goes. Yeah, this is way better. <laughs> <laughs> Damn you, Emil Hirsch. Damn you. Damn you. <laughs> <laughs> Well, again, uh, everybody check out Locals Only, A&E channel on Facebook. Check yeah. out his uh, YouTube. The Fallen Electric was on there. You can check us out. Yeah. We played our new song, Listen. Oh, and a man, couple it of was the covers awesome, that we played. Man. It was awesome. Thank you, man. Uh, yeah, you, you were telling me you're really uh, digging that tune. So thanks for thanks for doing it. Thanks for being there. Thanks for being here today. Uh, you're welcome to chime in at any time. Okay, you know, cool. Go ahead. You know, If you have any ideas or any questions, because I, at the end of the day, you know, we do a lot of a comic book talk. A lot of the times, is Josh teaching me new things, too? So right. I'm riding the same boat as you. So. Okay, cool. <laughs> Shall we? Yes, sir. So I'm back, guys. Yeah, man. We missed you in the last episode. Yes. And we had a teaser in the previous episode. Oh? So we were saying, well, I was just talking a lot of shit with it, you, you know, without you being in the room. Uh, yeah, you don't really need to say that. That's already, you know, <laughs> that's, I figured as much. Yes. And I didn't even listen to the pod yet. But, oh, you didn't? No, <laughs> no well, yeah. you'll, you'll find out. <laughs> anyway, uh, we were just like, why is he still going to school? Like, how old is this guy? Oh, wow. What yeah. dicks? <laughs> You've been dicks? going to college for like over seven years now? No, <laughs> Josie, listen, yeah, man. Not, not, not I, sir. <laughs> yeah, let, yeah, yeah. Let, I, I'll take that. I'll take that. Let, listen, yeah. man. I, I, I've been working full time for the uh, past i want to say six years yeah yeah and still going to school like i only take like two classes i a get semester. it i get it I so just, it takes a while i just i was so. just throwing out jazz oh i know, you know i know i know what you're doing <laughs> i know what you were doing you but but, then, but what we got to is that at a certain point uh the food's just like well josh has got to be like the best looking 40 year old <laughs> and i'm just like or, or the worst 27 year old or and then at I'm some point we're just like how old here. is re- how old is I he really think, so we don't uh, know a dark horse is josh has been 40 since we were kids <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, no, hold on, hold on. If any motherfucker has been 40 since we were kids, it's been you, Mr. Burly Man. You're freaking Grizzly Adams at 13. I swear this guy had a 5 True. o'clock shadow at 10 years old. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and at 3 p.m. And at 3 p.m. <laughs> 2 p.m. 5 o'clock shadow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so um, that that's the mystery. And, uh-huh. and Given the fact that the foo is related to you, <laughs> and he still didn't know how old you really are, which or at is, least can't remember, which is there's, very hurtful. There's some, <laughs> there's some network. Of, uh, uh, I, I'm, of let's see. Um, can we do uh, like a Price is Right rules? If All we right. go over, we lose. If you go over, you lose. Okay. All right. Cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna start, and I'm gonna say you are 28. Okay. What do you oh. think, Topher? What do I, um, how old do I look? 16. I say I got to go 26. Okay. Yeah. 29. The foo hit it dead on the. You're 29? I'm 29 years Jesus old. Jesus Christ. Wow, that no was way. fast. Yeah. No be, way, I'm man. actually going to be 30 this December. Oh, wow, man. Dang. You got a lot of things to think about. Oh, dude, what do you think, <laughs> I, what do you think is going on with me the last couple of weeks? <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. All the weed. Yeah. All the weed that's been consumed. <laughs> you, know, you, know, you, know when you, have, you know when you have that moment where you're just kind of sitting in your room, minding your own business, and then bam! 
Holy shit, I'm 29 years old. <laughs> Life changed. Do I? Do oh, I? Yeah, oh, that actually happened at our apartment. Uh, me and the foo were just th- sitting there smoking bowls, chilling, watching, I think, regular show or something. Yeah, we're watching just some stupid and then, Cartoon Network. <laughs> all of a sudden, it's like dead silent, and it's just, holy shit, man. I'm like, what, dude? What? You okay? I just realized. I'm 27 <laughs> years old. I'm like, yeah, man. I'm like, you, you kind of are. Don't I know. I was just like, like yeah, I was having one of those st- high <laughs> moments where it's like, <laughs> you know, high moments with the food. Thinking about all the, the shenanigans you've just been doing since I was 22. So I'm <laughs> still thinking somewhere I'm 22. And I'm like, wait a minute here. I'm 27. <laughs> oh, shit, I gotta grow up soon. This was like four years ago. So holy shit. Yeah, well. it gets like really bad when you like forget that you're high. Yeah, that yeah. like happens to me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, be like, I'll be like walking around the house going, "Oh yeah, wait, I'm high. I forgot." Yeah, okay. <laughs> this I explains a lot. A lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, damn, 29. Well, there it is, everybody. 29 years old. He's 29. Been 29 since 29 we years <laughs> young. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, what do you got for us today, Josh? Well, I got a few articles. First off, I know the food touched on that Daredevil was going to be rebooted um, from the Netflix into a new series. Completely new. Not going to be the same actors or anything like that. Okay. Well, it's been rumored that it's going to be rebooted for FX. Mm-hmm. So it'll be like a move. It'll be similar to how Legion is on FX. Mm-hmm. The same kind of, uh, I think it's TVMA, like isn't it? Standalone kind of. Ugh, man, Legion was trippy. Yeah, it was MA. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be standalone. I think it will somehow be connected. Yeah, I think this is the, their way they're going to connect them because, especially since they have all these little series like uh, Captain Fal- or like uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, yeah. you know, WandaVision, um, the Hawkeye series, they'll probably include this new daredevil along with maybe even an x-men or something similar to that i mean this would be their way to be able uh, the mcu to kind of widen their range did you actually see today some unknown leaked news coming out one of the movies coming up is x-men versus avengers Ooh. one of the movie slots that they have for like phase four or what yeah, do you for mean? phase five. Oh, geez yeah and that would be interesting so for people that aren't familiar with what the hell we're talking about um <laughs> x-men x-men versus the avengers is a pretty big arc um in the avengers lore and comic book history because what happens is the x-men are trying to go after the famous mutant gene gray like or i'm sorry the avengers are trying to go after her and contain her because right now she's going through she's the phoenix the phoenix yeah so the x-men uh, the x-men she's very not, dangerous yeah not wanting to give her up because they fear she'll be jailed and all that and experiments and on they're like no you can't have her and the avengers like we need to take her so it becomes an all-out war between both the x-men and the uh, avengers like yeah. so, like the phoenix like makes cyclops into this like ultra powerful mutant where his like costume completely changes and is like mind controlled by the phoenix mm. along with colossus and other characters and uh, i think colossus's sister but that's gonna be a crazy storyline if they actually do something like that uh it probably won't Possibly. be they probably won't be that exactly it's like but. civil war times 10 well they're yeah. gonna they're gonna have to pretty they're, much yeah. they're gonna have to make their make it work in the universe that they're setting up so they have a lot of opportunity to change the universe how they please well here i have an idea so yeah. what just follow me this with this what if they don't retell the x-men story 
what if they just pick it up as if boom here they are they're already the formed x-men that have a history similar to how 2000 x-men was Mm -hmm. where wolverine all of a sudden just lands with the x-men what if they do something similar to that that they've just been underground let me ask let me follow your question with another question uh-huh what was the first x-men series about their origin about their or about their first mission it was about their first mission with wolverine so i think it's appropriate just to jump into the universe then yeah because we so. we have enough like the audience has a general idea of, of the history of x-men mm-hmm. with apocalypse days of features past now with what we've seen so with far. what we've seen yeah. so far like they've pretty much re- and they remade the phoenix saga thing so people already right. have an idea right. what's going on that okay her Phoenix together, bad. Right. There you go. Right. That, that's all they need. Mm-hmm. You can move forward from there and you can start yeah. your new universe and stuff. So uh, I, I think that'd probably be a good idea if they did something similar. To I that. guess, you know, once you, I didn't think of it that way. That's a good point. Um, I, I guess if they did it tastefully, I wouldn't be so mad. Yeah. If yeah. they're able to fix, if they're able to like really pick out, first they got to do the casting you know, right. Like I heard Taron Edgerton may come be Wolverine or at least he's interested. Mm-hmm. And being the new Wolverine, I wouldn't be that. I wouldn't be mad at it. Yeah, that'd be a pretty interesting one. But uh, yeah, uh, it's just ideas. Just stoner guys really thinking about stuff. <laughs> 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 well, I got more news on the Mortal Kombat movie reboot. Oh, so, that's happening still. That's still happening. Oh god, they've officially uh, they've officially cast uh, the roles of Liu Kang, Raiden, Jax, and Melina. All right. Yeah, Princess Katana's mom in uh-huh. the, in the series. So, MCU veteran Tadanobu Asanu, he played Hogan in the Thor movies. Hogan the Grim, the guy with the big axe that was part of Thor's. Like he, oh, okay. that yeah, guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, he's gonna be playing Raiden in the new movie. Hmm. Uh, the actor Ludi Lin from Black Mirror and the uh, Power Rangers movie, that reboot. Yeah, he played the Zack character. Mm-hmm. He'll be Liu Kang. Oh. He'll be playing Liu Kang. Uh, Makad Brooks from Supergirl, who plays Jimmy Olsen, uh, he'll be playing Jax. And newcomer Sissy Stringer will play the assassin Melina. You're a pretty big Mortal Kombat fan. Am I? I think anyone would... No, he's more... I think, you know what? I'm I think more he's a more of a Street Fighter, fighter guy. guy, actually. I'm a Street no, Fighter guy, my it. man. Yeah, yeah. yeah so. I think I'm the most Mortal Kombat guy out of all you guys. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I played it a lot more. It's fun. I, I mean, I like it. Yeah, uh, it's fun to watch. I couldn't play that game for sure. Hardly played it. Yeah. I couldn't. Yeah, I couldn't. I was no. I was no good at Mortal Kombat. Even all, all my uh, button mashing. <laughs> yeah, I still lost everything. I was way better at it. Uh, Street Fighter. Well, button mashing in Street Fighter is a lot easier than in Mortal Kombat. Well, I actually wasn't button mashing in Street Fighter. What the. F- I know. I, Weird, right? You, yeah. You know what though? I find that some not, it's it's a very common occurrence. Like you're either good at one or the other. Yeah. You're not good at both. And then forget it's about tough. Tekken. That's just Oh that's Tekken's a, just Yeah, yeah, it's just dull. weird. I don't want to Yeah. I, it's just yeah. That's a whole it's that's a, a whole different side of the fight. brain. Yeah. Yeah. It's a tiger man fighting you, martial arts. Yeah, okay, explain yeah. that. I don't know. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's, it's a fucking fever dream. It is a fever dream. What about a killer instinct? That has no Oh, I was good at that. It. That, that was good. It had too. similar controls as Street Fighter, yeah. so I was really good at killer instinct. That that was just weird though. Yeah. Wolf, you could be a, a werewolf and just kill Saber You could be the arbiter in it now. Saber Wolf. Oh yeah, I heard Halo. That. That's right. That's right. Actually, you know what? I think I'm gonna start playing Killer Instinct now. <laughs> you convinced me. Well done, Foo. I'm gonna give it a shot. <laughs> <laughs> uh well, I mean Foo, you got anything for us? Um, regarding some nerd news? Yes. yes. 
Yes, the the topic of the goddamn we're, segment, we're man. Segment right now. <laughs> we're in the segment. Are we though? Oh, oh my god! <laughs> Getting existential now, foo. My head. James Gunn. Yeah. I think he teased. He does not know. I don't know if this is a real tease. <laughs> <laughs> he teased information he does not know. So does that count as a tease, guys? I guess this is the news we need. It's <laughs> <laughs> hard hitting. All right. Well, there it is. <laughs> Late breaking. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, call CNN. They need this. They M- need a foo. NBC Four, dude. Is CNN missing a foo? They're missing a foo. Oh god. Well, well done, sir. Well, well done. Are we good? I think are we're we good. good here. I okay. Think we're good. All right. No! <laughs> we'll be right back with the joint report and the music highlights. Stick around. <laughs> Hey everybody, I'm Josh. And the Foo here tagging along. Be sure to catch us on Foo Bar Sports. Listen in now on Tuesdays. Catch us on any major podcast app or our own website, foobarshow.com. You can also find us on our Facebook group, Foo Bar Sports. Join in on the conversation, sports talk, latest rumors, and sports news. Boogity doobity. Listen, the new single by The Fallen Electric. Listen. Available Friday, June 21st. Download or stream it on your favorite music app. All this time I never believe myself. Go to thefallenelectric.com for all news, show dates, and contact information. Are you on leave? Give me some, I'll smoke you two under the table. Well, fellas, today I uh, pulled up an article off on Leafly.com, and they've been a pretty reliable source for uh, all things uh, cannabis news, culture, and all that good stuff. And, and Fubar Show. And, yeah, well, <laughs> we just we just read their shit. Yes, we do. And uh, I like this uh, article title when I saw it, and I opened it up, and it was very in- interesting and entertaining. It said, uh, is it even possible to smoke 40 thousand dollars worth of weed in one month let's test it out and uh this comes up that in a recent episode of the po- uh the podcast hot boxing with mike tyson see what he did there mike tyson told rapper jim God jones that he consumes about forty thousand dollars worth of cannabis per month at tyson ranch his future cannabis resort do you guys know that he was building a resort hold yeah hold on wow, back man. up back up here you yeah can't, you, t- tyson ranch tyson ranch Woo! Wow. Yeah, so Mike Tyson just bought a shitload of land. He just bought all these acres, and he's going to make like a resort where it's really all about cannabis and cannabis culture and wow. the consumption thereof. Uh, so this 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 kind of begs the question, how much weed does $40,000 buy? Like when you look at the figure, um, and the, the author of this article that I'm reading here says that he lives in Washington. So they're the eighths that cost about 45 bucks on average is what he tends to get. Uh, so by the numbers, that would be about like 900 eighths per month. So if you broke it down to the usual value of cannabis here mm-hmm. in California, we get it at what? 35 to 55. No, depending on the, de- depending on the shelf, like uh, yeah. at house of 100, That's true. their eighth is $45 for like their, I think it's like their record winners or something or okay. the, their cup winners. So I would guess this is more like mid shelf. Yeah. At 45 is pretty, it's pretty accurate. It's pretty I would accurate. Say. Yeah. So the market isn't so different. But up that's there in still Washington. like three eighths a day, dude. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and if, uh, and if it's, 
if 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 I know Mike Tyson and I don't, <laughs> um, I'm saying that he's probably rolling like some fat blunts or or like some big ass joints or he has a posse or like everybody's partaking on a day to day basis. Kudos, sir. Kudos. The only well thing done, that Tyson. I could say is challenge accepted. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Well, it's wouldn't it be like ten tons of weed? In a month? Yeah. That's like a lot of freaking weed. Hell like yeah. Bales and bales of it in I, one month. It, it would almost seem like a chore. Yeah. You, At a certain point, it, it, uh, me and the guys for my bachelor party, we all went to Denver. And over there, they have a cool, like, it's set up already. Colorado has already got everything set up. So the entire week that we were there, it was just smoke after. We were chain smoking all these joints. It almost became a chore at a certain point. <laughs> and uh, even our, uh, wasn't it you, Josh? You were like in a sweatshop. You were just rolling joints. <laughs> and when yeah. you were done with that, you pulled up another paper and you uh, rolled another joint. I, well, I learned, I literally learned how to roll joints like by hand mm -hmm. there. Like, so <laughs> just from a practice, trial and a error. lot of trial and error. Wow. I ended up rolling overall like 10 joints wow. um, in one day, I think. And we just had I was you just, on a roll. I, yeah. I was just handing them out like candy. I'm like, here, you get You're one. You're the assembly I was, line. I was yeah. Oprah with those things. Like, you get a joint. You get a joint. <laughs> Everybody gets a joint. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, at one point, there was like five going around that were fully lit. And I ended up getting to me. And I had all five. I'm like, Jesus, what do I do? So then these guys are like, just smoke them all i'm like fuck it i put them all in and i think yeah, everybody we eric yeah, we got did. a picture of that. we had a whole rotation of wow. it where you were just as soon as you passed one you picked up the next one it was it was insane it was it, it was it, it was a it haze. Was stupid it was a haze. and we had so places much. to be those, those yeah. days too. <laughs> yeah we had some bachelor party events to go to yeah yeah, but, yeah it was fun as hell uh, yeah but anyway, I wanted to talk about that. That would really get you a shitload of weed. And my God, how much of a chore it might become. Uh, but I also wanted to talk about his ranch, too. I mean, what do you suppose would be pretty dope to have in there? He hasn't built it yet, but he's gonna. Let's he already see, has plans for let's it. Let's say he has volcanoes, like a little volcano vaping station. I'm listening. Those would be dope. Yeah, that would be sick. Like yeah, the one we did cool. in San Francisco. Like, yeah, those stations. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What if he has like that lounge area, like to go out into like a patio, and yeah. then out on the patio, like what if he has fire, like pits, mm -hmm. and then you can have like dab rigs or bongs, and just take bong the buffet hit. is all edible. Like oh. it has THC or CBD. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Oh, oh I didn't dude. even think of that. Everything is, is infused. Oh man, that would be insane. How comes no one has ever told me about this? Shangri-La, <laughs> paradise. The building is built out of hemp. Oh! Like the whole thing would be a yeah, it would be a total cannabis hemp paradise. Look, Fu. Once you sold it, stop selling. Stop selling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you think, Fu? About the whole thing that we've been talking about. It's all right. Thanks, thanks, guy. Anytime. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Do you have anything to add to the joint report today, man? I sure did. <laughs> <laughs> UC Davis, they just partnered with a uh, DEA company that's going to allow them to start a uh, cannabis and hemp research program. Mm. And they're actually going to be running medical testing, breaking down CBD, THC concentrations, what they're made of. So we're actually going to start like having... Uh, test trials and all this, you know, documented scientific run tests on 
breaking down marijuana plants and hemp plants. Uh, I, I, I think the idea stemmed from them trying to distinguish the main difference between hemp and uh, THC. So what we're probably going to see is a lot of data for hemp. Mm-hmm. We're going to yeah. see them see it as a type of agricultural type of product we can use. Yeah. And then when they do THC, they'll be able to dissect THC and CBD um, you know, from that type of plant as well. Yeah. So it's pretty cool that they're actually starting this program. It's in the works right now. And they're going to have two people directing it, they said. Oh, that is cool. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, now that hemp's legal, you know, that and, and CBD is found in hemp. And I think that's why they need, they, there's not enough trustable data for them to be like, well, yeah. Because we've been so behind on, on Online that it. It says this. It's like, well, wait. Right. Yeah. And then the last reported shit by, you know, the government is like, you know, from when they, first passed weed in the 90s yeah. in 1994 mm-hmm. and then only the recent law that they acted in 2018 and 16 so mm-hmm. this is good for the state yeah uh, yeah absolutely it's really gonna help us pretty much introduce it more into our economy i think cool yeah i, I think what they're just looking for is more peer-reviewed um scientific articles on this because you only have so much um and not necessarily from this country so i don't know if they're willing to accept other data from other countries i know countries like uh holland switzerland they've been kind of ahead of the curb them dutch seed banks foo (laughs) (laughs) and uh and now canada our neighbor up to the north america's hat as some people refer it to um, no, um, they're, they're America's you? beanie, foo. Beanie, yeah, I like so that cold. better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is cold. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. You're welcome. Oh, <laughs> Our snow cap. Yeah, get out. And Alaska's <laughs> the ponytail, or what? yeah, Alaska's yeah. the, pon- uh, the, the American little, ponytail. It's the little pom uh, pom on the top. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> the spinner. The spinner. Yeah. <laughs> Dumb. <laughs> Uh, what right. else you got, man? Um, also, did you guys hear that seven Californians were hospitalized for inhaling a toxic substance from uh, weed pens, actually, the oil pens? Yeah, and we've oh. talked about this before, no? Uh, that, and that's well, one of the reasons we stopped smoking weed pens. Well, I, uh, two days ago, some more information was revealed on it since it came from San Francisco. Okay. So the, the seven people were hospitalized. It was found that they didn't purchase it from a dispensary, but through the black market. Oh. oh. And it was just people just kind of... Being unsafe. Being unsafe, not following regulations. Pretty much just making their own oil mm-hmm. or additives. So, And before we've talked about this topic before, it's uh, it has to do with like there being aluminum and other kinds of minerals in this oil that stays there that don't get filtered out, mm-hmm. right? Well, uh, if I remember correctly. Yeah, but doesn't it have to do with whatever uh, solvent that... Oh, they use? Yeah, and that could be it too. Isn't there like residue or couldn't there be? Yeah, the solvent that they're residue. using has metal, traces of metal inside oh, of okay. it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so. And it's getting in your lungs. So these people who got hospitalized, there's actually like another chemical that these black market pen people added to make their oil. Mm-hmm. So these seven people probably had like the largest concentrate of that toxin in it. Because we could probably find a few people we can hit up on the street and say, hey, I want, I want a pen. And they're going to make sure 40 bucks, which is cheaper than a weed shop. Yeah. Right. But at the yeah. same time, you know, it's kind of black market. And it's right there in front of you. Yeah. So yeah, be careful. That's like the problem in California. Uh, the uh, black market has actually been growing since, uh, you know, we legalized weed at the end of 2017. And it really comes down to people not wanting. It, it comes down to people not wanting to pay the outrageous prices 
you know, if to go to city shops, like mm-hmm. if you go to places like Med MedMen, like eight's like sixty five bucks. It's or some pretty bullshit. pricey. Yeah. 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 MedMen, they're very expensive. The experience is great, though. You they, go in there I, and they have everything. MedMen is a little. I, it, okay, it's it's kind of beta out there for a lot of stuff. And when I say beta, I mean test test trial period mm-hmm. because MedMen they include the price of their tax in it. Right. Uh, versus a place like you know Cannibal City, where I used to go to, they don't include the tax on their advertised price so they're like hey this half a gram of wax is 15 bucks oh gotcha but then after you know they charge the 30 percent tax it's like okay well now it's 18 bucks oh i got you yeah right. so medman includes the tax which gives you the final price throughout mm-hmm. so it's still kind of weird how the state is incorporating their taxing me personally i think just the dispensaries should not pass through the cost to the consumer they need to just fucking pony up and you pay the tax because mm. that's what it is with a lot of these places. I mean, I'm sorry, but MedMen does it too. They just pass the tax through, you know, yeah. to to the consumer, which is us. Yeah. Uh, they, you know, and then as a result, weed prices in LA have skyrocketed when this first bill came out. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I just don't think it's a good move for them to pass through it like that. Yeah. I think smart weed shops are going to keep their prices low, and it's not like there's not weed out there. No, There's that's fucking right. Tons mm-hmm. of it, right? It's a surplus exactly. here in California. It's just sure. you gotta, yeah. you know, th- they gotta realize like, hey, when you operate a restaurant, do you want to pay all these goddamn food permits and everything? No, mm. it's cost of doing the business. This is it for the weed places. That's true. Unfortunately, I think this is why a lot of dispensaries are not taking off like the fucking luxury weed shops we thought they'd be is because these idiots are just running the fucking tax through to the customer, and mm-hmm. we we see it. Yeah, you no. Know, we we right notice there. when our f- weed goes from forty bucks to sixty bucks. Oh, yeah, it's a little absolutely. upsetting, actually. Yeah. <laughs> well, dude, if I gotta pay sixty bucks for an eighth, I better not see this bitch behind the counter all of a sudden rolling up a blunt and just smoking a blunt while listening to Jay Z or Nas <laughs> or whatever bullshit's on the fucking radio. It's like, come the fuck! I want top class service. Thank you very yeah. much. Yeah. I'm paying you sixty again to my po- anything short of a hand yeah. job. Uh, again to my point. It better be like Vegas. That's all I gotta <laughs> yeah. tell you. Yeah. 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 Right? Yeah. I better have titties you, in my face. Right? Would you like? <laughs> would you like your weed served without a without a shirt or with a shirt? Yeah, right? Exactly. Oh my shirt. god! What, whatever's ten bucks off, man. <laughs> 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 Whatever this ad contains. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So unfortunately, I think that's why we haven't boomed like Colorado. Mm. You know, we went to Colorado and it was one ounce for ninety bucks. We got spoiled, yeah. man. Spoiled. We're out here at the time yeah. we went to California. Yeah, an ounce is around three hundred dollars. Oh yeah. So it's way cheaper. That's and why we were smoking so much. We got well, also, I, think, I w- did not realize that I was going to be able to get like an ounce for just so cheap. Yep. It's true. I was like, well, yeah. And then I wasn't the only one who did it, surprisingly. Yeah, I did it right after. I'm like, I want an ounce too, please. I didn't <laughs> actually know that, man. I'm going to Denver, man. Oh, <laughs> seriously. It's we awesome. had four ounces so much of weed to smoke that whole weekend. Four ounces. Wow. So much so that we put it into the smoker and we smoked the ribs with it. <laughs> yeah. It was so good. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It's great. Oh, man. Was well, that going to do it, Foo? That's all the news I got for the Cali front, Foo. Thanks, man. Smoke weed every day. Well, let's finish it off with the music highlights. Well, 
every now and then, and it's been a little bit of a while, wouldn't you agree, guys, that uh, I've asked somebody to come in with a couple of songs that they felt didn't get the love that they deserved back when they came out. So uh, that's what I asked Topher to do for today. He brought three tracks for us to check out and listen to, and these are all from bands that I enjoy listening to. Oh, cool. Awesome. awesome, (laughs) So this first one came out in 2004, Social Distortion. Sex, love, and rock and roll. Do you want to yep. tell us about why you chose nickels and dimes? You know, it's just like I, it's, I think it's either the third or fourth cut on the album, something like that. I'm not real sure, but man, uh-huh. it really, it's, it's just one of those songs that just kicks ass, man. That's all I have to say. I don't know. I just love it, man. Nice. So, well, let's uh, listen to a little bit. Okay. I'm a Cadillac tramp, the end of his road, a swampy rat who's sitting on gold, yeah. Yeah, dude. Freaking. Oh, yeah. Isn't that great, DVD. man? I mean, seriously. Uh, Mike Ness knows how to write a goddamn song. Dude, I want to be <laughs> <laughs> I want to be Mike Ness. Trust me. That's awesome, oh, man. Yeah. That guy knows how to put a good melody together, dude. Absolutely. That guy just never 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 disappoints. Never disappoints. Even the what is considered his weaker stuff is awesome. Oh, like, it's I, all good. Yeah, it's man. all good. It's all the way all. back from high school when Mommy's Little Monster came out. I mean, ever since then, man. Yeah, they're so consistent. And I've I've said it before, there's bands like this. There's you've got Social Distortion, you have the Ramones, you got ACDC, who arguably make the same album over and over again, but there's a tweak in there that still has a charm about it. If Every it's collection. good, does it matter? Yeah, I mean, right. Exactly. Right? Exactly. So man, I uh hats off to Social D, man. Uh, They've been doing it for such a long time and they still they're still out there. Yeah. The pride uh, of OC. These yeah. Days. This next one that you brought in for us is from 2001. This is Stained off of their album called Break the Cycle. I had this album. This is I cool. love this album. Man. And, the whole uh, album is great, man. Yeah, it's a good album. And uh, this is a song you brought to us called Pressure.
Yeah, man. And, uh, and, and Stained isn't still together, right? I, or are they? I don't know for sure. I know Aaron Lewis is out there doing his acoustic thing. Right. And that's all good, too, by the way. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, it's pretty good. Yeah. He's, he's just a, he's a talented dude. He's yeah. a guy who knows how to write a song, too. Yeah. I just like just how heavy the whole album is. Mm-hmm. And whenever I need to clear my head, man, I can put that on put my headphones on, ride my bike, walk, do something physical, man, and it just, like, clears yeah. my head. Perfect, oh, man. Stained is actually on tour. Uh, they're touring oh, they? in Louisville, September 27th. Oh, there you go. Foxwood Resort in Monchantech, what, uh, somewhere in Connecticut, <laughs> <laughs> October 5th, and then, uh, October 11th at Aftershock Festival in Sacramento. Crazy. Nice. Get me on the guest list, man. I'll cover it, man. That'll be great. <laughs> yeah, they're fun to watch. Uh, this last one that you brought for us uh, came out in 1997. It's by Ben Folds 5, Whatever and Ever, Amen. This is a song called Kate. Uh, why'd you choose Kate, man? You know, Ben uh, Folds is one of my favorite uh, singer-songwriters. I just think he's incredibly mm-hmm. talented, creative. And uh, this particular song, I mean, who has not ever wanted a hippie girlfriend, right? I mean, yeah. this song's awesome, so... I mean, just like completely delusional, man. Who does not want to be delusional, right? <laughs> yeah, that is a fat bass in there, too. Oh, it's like a car awesome. engine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a good collection of songs, man. Thanks for bringing those in from re- three really good singer-songwriters, too. Yeah, absolutely. And, and when you put them with their bands, dude, they, they, they take over the world. Yeah. Uh, but uh, hey, Foo. Hey, guy. Hey, man. Are you ready? Yes. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay then. <laughs> You guys do the sound effects live. That's, that's really <laughs> oh, cool, yeah. man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We spare no expense. That's awesome. Whatever that means. <laughs> <laughs> well, today, as we discussed in the last podcast, we were going to save the movies category for when we had our guests. So today we are doing movies. Josh, I can almost count. He's going to call Let's, me a bastard. Let's reinstate the you <laughs> bastards. <clears throat> I will refrain from throwing them out. Okay. Well, we're going to start with... Sooner or later. <laughs> we're going to start with the comedy. So we're going to start with a couple of songs from a couple of movies. This one in particular came out in 1996. If you guys can remember that thing you do. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah absolutely. Tom Hanks, right? Underrated right. movie. Okay. 
good. That one's strong. That yeah, is a good one. I like that one. <laughs> that one's really strong. Yeah. And then uh, this one is just beloved by all, all hell. Uh, this this is uh, 1984's Spinal Tap. Tonight I'm going to rock it. There you go. Sherry Shearer as the face. Oh, such a great movie. (laughs) (laughs) Every time it's on, it's hard to like not watch the rest of it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So funny. The the drummer that just spontaneously combusts and then a new drummer pops out. (laughs) All the little things about that movie just make it such a gem. Yeah, it's it's such a gem. So great. All right, well, uh, let's start with you, Topher. Out of those two, what would you say is the better? And, and a better theme song. And what we're gauging here is um, the the musical quality, quality yeah. and memorability. So oh, it's the first one. There's no doubt at all. Yeah, okay. absolutely. All right, that thing you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, uh, that's what I was thinking too. Both have similar music quality, but the memorability yeah. from the first one. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Way more, way more catchy. Way more stuck in my head now. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. That thing you do, and then the movie itself too is it's pretty good it's underrated in nice. itself uh but hey that's against the rules oh no no no. but that thing you do it's catchy <laughs> again the quality it's catchy and it was original to that movie too so i saw it was so strike yeah. his comment yeah. about the quality of the movie okay yeah. well do man that's it is for me <laughs> <laughs> well moving on to the wait, drama wait. what 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 would you have picked it doesn't matter i would i would have picked the same thing oh okay it was it's a bot it's a freaking. We just bomb. want to know yeah. who's insane and who's sane, man. That's all. Who's a serial killer? Looks like we all passed the litmus test. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, so the next one is the drama and action division, and these two are going to be pretty notable. The first one is Indiana Jones. Oh, see that boulder? I think. Oh my God! It's coming this way. Run! Is this another good old John Williams score? Yeah, it's John Williams. Guy knows how to tell you goddamn strings. That guy knows how to write a score, dude. Oh yeah. I hate spiderwebs too, by the way. Snakes. Why that was have to be snakes. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Shut up, you quoted the movie. 
Thank you, Foo. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that one's going up against uh, this, so- this little song by uh, Simple Minds called Don't You Forget About Me for oh. the movie The Breakfast, uh, Breakfast Club. Breakfast Club, right? Yeah. Damn. Oh, damn. At some point, yes. but anyway, we all know what it is. Dang. I mean, Topher, we didn't have to tell you. you <laughs> like, oh, yeah, Breakfast Club, totally. <laughs> that uh, takes me back to high school, man. Her name was Becky, and I can remember it like it was yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, man. Don't. Yeah, that's great, Don't. man. Boo, who knew you were a fan of the 80s so much? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so, so, what do you, so what do you got, man? I got the Breakfast Club, dude. Yeah. N- not even close. So it's very, it's very memorable. Very memorable, and the musical quality is... Wasn't Billy Idol actually supposed to originally do the song? I and then I heard I heard a trivia thing about that. Really? Yeah, huh. Billy Idol. I mean, was, it sounds like it. Yeah, it was originally... Guy, I didn't know anything about that. Yeah, before, and I, but I think he was doing something else, and then that's when they chose Simple Minds. Yeah, yeah, I'm going breakfast. So you're going with that. Okay. Um, it's It sucks that, you know, because both are very memorable. Yeah. The musical yeah. quality for both is also really, really good. John Williams, like you just said, he can it write is. a goddamn score. He can. Yeah, absolutely. But My he's got to take an L at some point. But <laughs> we have him again in, later in this bracket. That's what so. I'm saying, uh, at some point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then again, as soon as you hear the theme song for Breakfast Club, it's like, I know what it is. You know what it is. You yeah. can even see, oh, yeah. you know, the, the freeze frame of him jumping up into the air and everything yeah. at the end. So it's, yeah. You uh, you can see that song, yeah. is, is what I'm saying. But yeah, I'm gonna have to agree. Simba, Ooh, American Simba girlfriend, fool. <laughs> no, that's, uh, other movie, fool. What? <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. Topher, would you would you uh, are you gonna agree with this or candles? do you think it's Indiana oh. Jones? <laughs> oh no, <laughs> no, no I I absolutely agree. Yeah. Nice. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> Breakfast Club takes the brand. Oh yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, this next one includes John Williams, and uh, this this is the episode four of our beloved Star Wars. Oh. And so on and so forth. Foo. Yes. Can't you wait one day to make to, to force a couple of kids to watch uh, Star Wars, Indiana Jones, and Jaws? That's what my dad did to me. Oh yeah. He oh, was yeah. like, "Shut the fuck up, kid! You're gonna watch this movie. This is a great movie. You have to know what this movie is." <laughs> yeah, yeah, I spent a whole day watching all. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. It's part of our history. Yeah. yeah, Jaws is like one of my favorite all-time movies. I mean, oh, it, my it God. just is absolutely. I would hate know? that movie so much. And just be like, you didn't see the whole thing. Are right, gonna watch it next fucking weekend too? Then. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, that song is going up against Wizard of Oz over the rainbow. That's a long intro. Damn, I don't remember yeah, this. I don't remember it being this long. But there it is. Take it in. Still going. Here we go. <laughs> there we go. I mean, this comes to us from 1939, so it's been around for a while now. And how many times has this been covered? <laughs> so many Tam times. There's even a Hawaiian cover. There's probably still fucking musicals about that shit right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The classic. Josh, we're starting with you on this one. What do you think? Star Wars or Wizard of Oz? So, um, I've been I've been holding holding in my you bastards, you know, for a for I a can good tell. One. I can for tell. A, you almost had one. an aneurysm. And you son of a bitch, you really gave me this choice. <laughs> I gotta choose between Star Wars and Wizard of Oz. Yes. You wanna destroy my childhood, don't you? <laughs> <sighs> Wow, man, there's some issues there. (laughs) (laughs) You preach it to the choir, buddy. Uh, (laughs) That damn dog out of here. Yeah, that dog always gets in the way. Every time. So, stalling enough. (laughs) Musical quality of Star Wars, just from the immediate... It's like you're caught, you know, and you already know what it is, and it keeps you going throughout. Just that light crescendo to it at the end when it tails off. Yep. And then it goes into the actual scene. Like I love that part. So I'm, I'm actually gonna go with Star Wars over Over the Rainbow. I, I Over the Rainbow is just a classical song, and I mean it's been covered thousands of times. But I think just the initial get from the get go, Star Wars gets you as yeah. opposed to Over the Rainbow. Yeah, both have that musical quality. Both are very memorable. Uh, I would just have to say these days. Uh, Memorability-wise, I think I'm going to have to skip Star Wars. Yep. So. Well, yeah, I mean, I would, I mean, as soon as that song turns on, you know exactly where it's from. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's no doubt about it. And it's, uh, you know, if it was a ukulele version of Over the Rainbow, (laughs) you know, it might be different. But yeah, I'm going to have to go with Star Wars, too. Yeah. Okay. So that doesn't matter anymore, but what would you say? I was actually going to pick uh, Over the Rainbow. Uh, oh, okay. Okay. No, yeah. man, it, it, it merits. It merits getting picked. It's good. Um, <laughs> my my only thing was that it did take a while to get to the, you know, just get to the meat, man. Yeah. None of this lettuce. Stop boring us and get to the chorus. Isn't that what they say? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> All right. What do we got next? Well, uh, next uh, is the animation one. This is always a fun mm. one because it usually incorporates, you know, things for, for everybody, G-rated kinds of songs, but very memorable, like very catchy. And it's just like you've been listening to I them since you, you were a little kid. I hope you have the bastards ready in your pocket there. <laughs> I got them in my holster, man. Actually, to be honest with you, it might... This one might be a little easy, just because of, of uh, who's up against who. You know nothing, Josie. <laughs> well, this is a song that came out in 1988. It was made. This was the score to The Land Before Time. This is going to be easy. 
Wow. This is like the discovery of the Great Valley. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. That earthquake scene gets me every time. When his mom dies. It's like the Mufasa yeah. scene. Yeah. They can't hurt me enough. <laughs> yeah. You see Littlefoot just kind of approaching the leaf. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's painting a pretty picture in my head, man. Don't worry. I got you. <laughs> Who I'm is there. Mama? Why ain't she responding? Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Don't do that. Don't do that. That's weird. It's Bambi all over again. Yeah, no kidding. Anyway, that that's really the melody to this song. There's not much to it, but you know what it is. Yeah. Like oh, You yeah. grew up with that kind of thing. Uh, this next one's a little bit more uplifting. Okay, thank you, thank you. <laughs> uh, no, I, I wouldn't say that this is the actual theme to this particular movie, but this is probably the most memorable one so that everybody can universally know what I'm talking about for The Little Mermaid. Oh. Ariel, listen to me. The human world, it's a mess. Life under the sea is better than anything they got up there. The seaweed is always greener in somebody else's lake. You dream about going up there, but that is a big mistake. Just look at the world around you, right here on the ocean. He helped me learn my Jamaican accent very well. What more did you look in for? Under the sea. Under the sea. Darling, it's better down where it's better. Take it from me. Uh, it's up to me on this one. Sure is. And uh, I'm going to start off by saying that although you have to have seen Land Before Time to know th- what the emotion is trying to convey, I yeah. think. If, yeah. you came at, if you came at this like blind, not knowing what Land Before Time was, that little simple orchestral kind of composition there would have not hit home. If you did, then fine. But I'm going to venture to guess that a lot of people out there haven't seen Land Before Time. At least the new generation probably hasn't. And universally, I would say, memorability-wise, the Little Mermaid is just, you know, it's catchy from the mm-hmm. start. So I'm going to go with the Little Mermaid. Yeah, so um, that's, I would have to say that uh, the Little Mermaid song is something that you would definitely remember. No doubt about it. So if there was a lineup and I got to put them all up together, yeah, the Little Mermaid, she's yeah, the one. She did it. Yeah, Stole I mean, it. you know, it's... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's like you're making a lineup for a, a blind man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a theme song for each of these killers. <laughs> what would uh, you say, Ah, uh, Dang. Damn, this is crazy, man. <laughs> I thought you said it was in the bag, man. You said this in the bag. What no, I said? didn't. He said it was in the bag. Well, someone said no, it. I said it wasn't going to be so difficult, but I thought it was going to go the way it's going so far. Who? But are we gonna do I a coin change. flip? No, we're gonna do Little Mermaid. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right, and you? I would have done Little Mermaid. Oh, okay, too. Yeah, so okay. it's your okay. right. right. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. You guys just Jesus. Uh, well, guys, that's gonna do it for another. The best theme song of all time.
Yeah. <laughs> right, very righteous of you, Foo. Thanks, man. Thanks, man. Well, goddamn, uh, Topher, thanks for being on the show, man. Hey, I, I man, know, it was my pleasure. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I know you're pretty busy these days, and uh, I look forward to seeing maybe the final product when you actually put this whole documentary together. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, are you gonna like shop it around? How's that gonna work out? Yeah, What's the plan yeah. there. Yeah, there's there's a couple different things that I got going on with it, but basically, it's going to be probably about another year out still before it's complete when it gets closer though there will be lots of stuff going on around it so yeah right on you won't be able to know that it's not happening oh okay, <laughs> okay good, cool. yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and hey man when it, when it comes out I, we'd love to have you back on and we could talk about it even further oh yeah absolutely that'd be awesome yeah. we could plug that everybody go check out toe for essex's uh locals only a and e channel on facebook and youtube is excellent he, you pretty much host it, man. Yeah, it's, it's, that's it, man. It's just me right now. So yeah. Do you have plans to like? I I know you're always adding something new, but oh, like yeah. as far as like t- the technology that's being used while you're going to the uh, these concerts. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. In fact, what I really need is I need somebody to handle my social media stuff. It's like my weakest point. You okay. Know? okay. But basically, we're gonna cover Temecula more. We're gonna be down there more. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. We're going to stay local. I mean, the uh, whole idea was conceived around the Upland and Rancho Cucamonga area, man. So, you know, we aren't going to stray very far from that. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So it's just going to be kind of this one, like what, 30 mile radius? Yeah, 50 mile radius. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, something like that. But who's counting? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I have to say that one of our musical colleagues that you've already featured on Locals Only A&E will be on the show next week. Top Shelf Shake. Oh, my God. They, Those they, guys are so cool. man. Yeah, dude. They've been this is probably going to be their third time on the show. Oh, if I'm not my mistaken. God. Maybe fourth. Third. Uh, but this is the first time where all three of them are going to be here. So that's that's going to be so cool. it's their first time on the show together. <laughs> wow. All over again, man. <laughs> and uh, Aaron, you know, the last time that we were on the show, he we did a little uh, Seinfeld trivia. So he's gonna he's gonna try to bring some kind of uh, well we questions. did we did Seinfeld trivia the last time he was on okay and I won thank you very much uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> but we we're gonna do like well like it was supposed mix. to be in a mix between Seinfeld Simpsons Office right. I think one other thing yeah. I don't know what so other we're gonna one was. try to put that together yeah unfortunately I will not be here next week ah. so I'll have to catch them on the flip okay. flop. So. on the flippity flop yes all right cool well fuck you Josh hell <laughs> 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 no nah, but we'll. Uh, We'll greatly miss you. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Believe that. Well, thank you all very much for listening into the Food Bar Show. Thank you for downloading the pod on your favorite podcast app, subscribing, and telling a friend like a champ. You can always reach us at Food Bar Show. That's FWOBarshow.com. And FWOBarshow is our handle on Facebook, Tumblr, Twitter, and Instagram. Check us out. Drop us a line, and we'll food up like a couple of foods. Ah. I've been Josie. I've been Josh. With the food for for Essex. Uh, Locals only A and E channel. Signing off, saying, "Don't be a dick."